This podcast is not in chronological order. It is just as I think of things about being a polyamory Grammy. I will record them. I'm keeping episodes to 10 minutes, and I'm really not editing, because I have a lot to say, and I pretty much have it in my mind. Putting it in the podcast helps to clear my mind. I don't have to remember these things. I do need to record them so I remember them, because I plan to write a book. My daughter is really someone I love dearly. There will be consequences you know, to some of her behavior that has driven me insane. However, deep down, I love her dearly. We mostly always get along. She knows I'm doing something like this book. I'm thinking once I do mine, she could write a rebuttal. Sort of like Carvel, James Carvel, or maybe it's Carvel, and his wife, Mary. Opposite sides of the political spectrum. Now, my daughter has a son, as I said, and she's a very good mother. However, she's in a bad circumstance. Since she was pretty loosely kind of being with different people, the pothead, I will call him, pothead baby daddy, was someone who wanted to have a child with her. She didn't really screen fully what his life was or process it. So she's kind of ending up in the continuous loop of what he has lived for his entire life. This gentleman is not, not too far from 50 years old. He has never had a home of his own for more than a few months. He mooches from people. His wife, whom he left after cheating and then went back, had the apartment. It was not his. He had a sister where he stayed with, you know, stayed with, and it wasn't really his place either. He had an apartment briefly before he moved in with my daughter because she insisted that he prove that he could have his own apartment. But it was very close to her. It was roach-infested, and she decided... That he, she couldn't even go there and she didn't want him coming to her place while living there because of the roaches. This brings me to his polyamory. While he had that apartment, later my daughter discovered that he had a girlfriend that he slept with there. Now, we don't know whether she was paying for part of the apartment, which would again be him not having an apartment. So I consider him a mooch, a leech, somebody who goes on other people's coattails. But to be approaching 50 and never have had your own place is a pretty poor choice for a baby daddy, in my opinion. Now, after having this apartment, the pandemic came, my daughter bought property. It's a great place. It has an Airbnb structure they renovated, and he did participate in it, but really most of the money came from my daughter. The relationship has deteriorated and she would like him to leave. He does contribute time and a little bit of money. And he loves my grandson. So in some ways I'm kind of conflicted about it. Because I don't know what she will do 
once she lives by herself. She has the funding to hire childcare. That's not a problem. In fact, as I had said in one episode, he was supposed to be the daycare, and he couldn't do it. He would hand the baby off to her when, when he was a baby, and she was at home making some pretty big bucks with her at-home position in marketing. So he really couldn't do the big contribute. That's worth $1,000 a month, by the way, doing the child care. That's what she pays. So here we are. They're living together. They've really broken up as a couple, but they're co-parenting. Now, the big episode that made this co-parenting happen instead of them being a couple was a domestic violence situation. And I'll talk about that more later. But when that happened, basically, their couple status started to deteriorate. There was an arrest, the charges were dropped, and that will be another entire episode, the next episode, in fact. So having a person there who's helping you parent does have value, even if they are not doing all the child care. The baby daddy did have a job. In fact, two jobs. And one is still happening, though. It's just a seasonal part-time job. The first more full-time job was a short-lived position. And it wasn't a good fit for him in terms of pay. But something he did was not appreciated. And the, the place decided he was not a good fit. His other job seasonal part-time at that exact moment had a chance to travel and do part of this work out of town and instead of going initially saying no because the first job had not terminated him yet he didn't go he could have picked up a phone that was like two days later and said hey you wanted me to come on this tour I'll go but he didn't go when I ask him why it's things like well we're having a cookout I'm like um that's not really a reason or true my daughter has some business travel but she actually has friends who are one who's unemployed who can come up and watch their son so the excuses of the baby daddy are basically beyond anything I could conceive. I do have conversations with this person, and I was lately just told that you don't need money. I'm like, okay, so what bought this house? What renovated that cottage? What keeps this all running? What pays for the daycare? Like, what are you talking about? However, this person, this character in this polyamory soup, is so immature they really think this but I think I might have said something like well find another woman with a house or an apartment that's kind of what I wish would happen but somehow that's not happening so my daughter with having this baby daddy live there has been embarking on some polyamorous adventures she had a boyfriend the one that she was seeing when she thought she was pregnant, but he broke up with her, which was great. 
when she told me about him, I was in shock. Not because he was a bad person, but because he was also another person who was not completely independent. Then, so there was another situation where I happened to be visiting, and a couple comes who are polyamorous, and the woman has her boyfriend with her. And so they're there, so Alicia can start to be the guy's girlfriend. I'm sure they were not happy that they had come to stay in the cottage because her partner is not into this at all. And here's her mother. They must have been like, what is going on? Why would she do this in front of her mother? I was just astounded, pretty turned off, but I didn't say much of anything. I think we had a couple cookouts with these people. I was visiting on one of my vacation weekends, like long weekends. And sighing to myself, thinking, why does it have to be like this? But it is. When you are a gram, Grammy, I'm a Grammy, that's what they call me. You do everything you can to help stabilize a child's life. I go there usually at least once a month. Stay a couple days. And it's great because I live in Manhattan. It's a country place and I really enjoy it. Now Alexa is calling as you can hear. And I'm almost at my 10 minutes. So have a great time thinking about all of this and you will hear more in my next podcast.